Welcome to Cali Made Us Do It, a podcast on culture, social issues, and trends rocking our worlds through our three different lenses. With your hosts, Kristen Tony, Jody Moore Lewis, and Alexandra Tennant. Did y'all see what Skittles did though? Mm-mm. They took it's really cool. Their uh, June Skittles. They took off. Um, they it's like plain. It's gray and white. And they said the only uh, rainbow that matters this month is Pride. Hey. Oh gosh! Happy motherfucking Pride! Yes, happy, happy Pride! Pride. <laughs> happy Pride! Oh, happy happy Pride! Pride. To the days and the gays. The days and the gays. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last episode before summer break. School's out for the summer. School's out for the summer. Do you have any plans, like, or ideas, like, even if they're still just dreams, like goals for your summer? Hmm. Right, it's like we're just trying to get through um, the weekend <laughs> to make it to my birthday. I don't know. Yeah, Kristen's on a healing journey. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I am excited. I to do a uh, pool time at in Dallas this summer with the fam bam. Oh, nice. You're going to go um, visit Alex's fam with her? Mm, yeah. It's going to be so lovely. We got really spoiled last year, and it's a hard word to use because last summer, 2020, as we all know, was really freaking rough. Um, but I got spoiled. I had a really, really nice time at home, enjoying the heat and the pool and being with my mom and her dogs. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be doing that in July. So I'm looking forward to a, um, to a replay of that and just the same, I, I don't know. Last summer was really great. Like it felt like self-care summer and I want that again. Like I want like not hustling constantly, like a little bit, even this Jody, you and I were just talking about how like the last few weeks have gotten you know, progressively busier. And I already feel myself kind of like pulling away from that and wanting some, you know, chill downtime. So definitely incorporating a lot of downtime because it, it was like, my head was in such a good space, such an open space last summer. Like our creativity was flowing and the ideas were flowing and it was just like a really nice pause. Um, and I, I love that we can take advantage of the longer days to, to do that. So I'm going to put boundaries. <laughs> Thank you, therapy. <laughs> I'm going to put boundaries on, you know, what I say yes to the things that I commit to. I didn't, um, I didn't have any travel plans other than going home this summer, which was really nice. It took the pressure off, um, a lot. I'm going somewhere next week. I'm going to Mexico for work. Um, which was really out of nowhere and unexpected, but like, it actually is nice to be like, okay, I don't have any plans to go anywhere. Like I'm just going to chill. I'm going to journal. I'm going to try to get back into yoga. Like I'm just going to chill. Yes. So but those are my goals. We also are um, seeing a fr uh, one of our best friends who we haven't seen. This is probably the longest we haven't seen her. 
Um, she lives in Amsterdam, so she's coming to Texas too. So it's really exciting. That will be fun. I'm actually going mm-hmm. home for, I'm going back to North Carolina for a week in July. And I am excited about this because when I was home last time, I was working literally the entire time I was home. Um, uh, and a few of the working stuff is fun, you know, because I had an audition and I booked it. So that was good. Well, I guess they're my lucky charms there, but I'll accept auditions, but I'm excited like not to have any other work while I'm home. Um, so I can just like literally chill and like be with my parents and yeah, I didn't really feel, I mean, I guess I've sort of traveled a little bit and I'll be going to Ohio next week, um, to marry two of my really wonderful friends. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. And other than that, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to like easy weekend trips in Cali because it's so easy to travel in this, like, there's just really cool things to do. We're very lucky here and, um, plan my sister's 30th birthday, which will be Labor Day weekend. So I think we're going to maybe save up any big thing for that. Cause she's always lived in my shadow. Cause I'm the older sister and, and I, and this friend who is getting married this weekend, her birthday's the day before Jess's. And I always end up doing something for her birthday because she plans things and Jess like does not plan. And so I'm always doing stuff for her birthday. And I was like, Jessica, this year, we have to do something for your 30th. Maybe I'm being selfish and it's more for me because I have to make up for all the birthdays I missed because you don't plan anything. So we're going to try to do maybe Mexico or something for that. What did you do for your 30th? For my 30th, um... I basically celebrated like three weekends. (laughs) I did Yosemite with Frankie for one weekend. Wow, beautiful. And then the next weekend, Kristen, you came to my Griffith Park little picnic. Mm -hmm. And also um, Danny, who's getting married this weekend or next weekend, or I guess this weekend when this airs, um, she she got me tickets. She worked at the Rose Bowl and got me tickets to Beyonce and Jay-Z. And then the next weekend, I had like a small group of friends go to Paso Robles, which is like, we don't need to go to Napa, like go to Cent. Actually, I don't want to everyone go to Napa. I'm going to keep the Central Coast to myself because the wine <laughs> is so good and it's not pretentious and it's just delicious food. And, and it's gorgeous. That's so pretty. I heard Sonoma, too. That's up near Napa. Yeah, I think oh, that's like the less yeah. pretentious Napa. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, California, we got all the wine here. Kristen, you know the Zinfandel we like? That's from Central Coast. Oh, yeah. We got to go Central Coast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We should do a trip together. <gasps> Podcast excursion. <laughs> we'll taste wine while we're recording. I love why are we? T- why are we tasting wine? Because Callie made us do it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Not us coming up with show ideas while taping a show. Oh, what did y'all do for your 30th? Um, I went, I actually went home. Uh, I went home and we did a party with like the people closest to me. Um, and then I bought myself uh, uh, tickets to Amsterdam, Italy and France. Oh yeah. I remember that on Instagram, I think. Mm -hmm. That's badass. Makes, puts past the robles to shame. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe not Beyonce, but. 
I was about to say you did three. You did three weekends. I bought myself a trip, and I did one weekend of family and my best friends. It was great. Yeah, love that. And my little and my little people. My little people were there too. Alex, what did you do? I honestly can't remember. Can you tell me? Because I don't remember. (laughs) So we went glamping. Fun. That, That was thirty. Oh, that was a really we cool trip. Okay, so really we all cool did trip. like a little trip. Yeah. Um, okay, now I remember. I was like, I think maybe that was it, but I can't remember what birthday it was. Um, yeah, we went glamping in Zion National Park in Utah. So we flew into Vegas and took a drive and stayed at these amazing uh, glam camping tents. Um, they're called Under Canvas. They've got several locations across the U.S. Um, and this is one of their flagship locations and it was amazing. Uh, we hiked the Narrows, the Zion Canyon Narrows, which is like an eight hours, four hours out, four hours back. And that's for amateurs. <laughs> like that's for like beginners, no experience. Some people do like a whole eight hours and they go through the different like slots in the slot Canyon. And it was just, it was a once in a lifetime experience. Like there's nothing that I've ever seen like it. it was, it was physically challenging. It was emotional. It was beautiful. Um, yeah. Thanks for reminding me, Kristen. (laughs) I remember the trip. I just couldn't remember what birthday it was for. Um, so that was, that was really special. And Daniel at the time, he wasn't living here. Um, so he had flown in from London to do this trip. So I'm sure he was jet lagged, like totally totally crazy doing these like eight hour hikes um but that was it was sweet of him and I've yeah. always wanted to do that I actually looked up under canvas um because I still have not been to Zion in general um but I looked up under canvas for Jessica's birthday but it's already booked because they're so mm-hmm. small right there's only uh-huh. like 10 tents or maybe 20 or something Yeah, I would do it, do it. Definitely book in advance. I mean, to everyone, even people listening, like Europe is still very hard to get to even countries that are letting travelers in, they're requiring lots of quarantine. Therefore, most Americans are staying domestic. So any like domestic hotel or thing like glamping, I mean, they're going to be booked. They're just going to be booked up. So do it in advance. We actually, we went in October. So, and it was chilly. It wasn't like freezing, but it was pretty cold. (laughs) Kristen saying it was freezing, (laughs) but it was still really beautiful. You know, there wasn't snow. It was right before I think they closed the camp. They closed it like right at the beginning of November because of snow. Um, But there's still time. I definitely like, and if her birthday is more towards September, um, that could work too. So. Love it was that. really nice. Yeah. And then we uh we went to Vegas and we had a really, really nice dinner and then we booked, <gasps> yes. we booked it to the airport. <laughs> like we still had bottles of wine and we're like chugging the wine because we can't take it. Naturally. I mean it's that's 30. Vegas. Thirty. Thirty's the new twenty. We are not grown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thirties are great. Whoever is out there wondering. Thirties yes. are where it's at. Well, before we get into our summer loveness of the summer send-off I feel like I just wanted to mention a couple hot takes from the week I don't even know if there's any hot takes just hot wins because they're really happy one I am stealing from Alex's Instagram because that's how I found out but Issa Rae Issa Rae is going to be Spider-Woman I know I know 
Oh my god, that is so exciting! And like, how I don't know, I I can't wait to see her in like a badass role like that. It's super cool. I think it's gonna bring a whole different set of fans and people who weren't comic book people before, <laughs> and make them really comic book people now. Um, because no one is not going to watch that. I mean, it's gonna be like the Black Panther of whatever year it comes out, 2021 or 2022. Like I just changing the game, man. Like it's so dope. I mean, I can already tell it's going to be fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, because we all know the Spider-Man story. Like she's going to get bit by a spider and then she's going to all of a sudden have superpower here. Issa, come on. I am so here for it. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for her. There's not a better choice. They could not have made a better choice. Mm -hmm. And we got a a black Batwoman. Who's going to be, I don't know, when's Batwoman coming out? Is that old news and I'm just like behind? Yeah, Javicia Leslie, she plays Batwoman. Oh, I didn't know there was a Batwoman. On the CW. Oh, because there is a show on the CW. Yeah, see, Mm -hmm. I guess that is one thing in your 30s. I guess you don't. Well, maybe other 30-year-olds watch the CW. I don't know. <laughs> I don't anymore. <laughs> Either way, I'm here for uh, for all these amazing Black actresses in playing superheroes because Black women are superheroes. Um, and then the other thing I just wanted to, like, shout out to the rooftops was um, Paxton Smith, a valedictorian from Texas, who just, like, pulled out a brand-new script or speech and just started talking about the heartbeat bill in Texas and like standing up and what it meant to like use your platform and your voice and to like not just stand by and just I just thought that was so powerful and crazy not crazy but crazy good in a good way like for just for someone who's 18 to do that and have brace yeah really brave really brave in Texas, you have mm-hmm. to be brave to do that in Texas. Cause look, listen, it is not a popular opinion. And she got a, I mean, she got a couple hoots and hollers too. So I'm really proud of the young people in Texas. It shows us where we're going in the future. Mm-hmm. It shows us, you know, that, you know, they fuck man, they need more support. They, because they're the ones that are in jeopardy. And it, it, it was very, it gave me goosebumps to hear her talk about, you know, like I got my whole life ahead of me and you're, you're, you're making choices for me. Yeah. It just, oh, she better, she better get it. Yeah. <laughs> Another badass. <laughs> badass. Badass badass women. Yes, uh-huh. badass 2021. <laughs> if you haven't, noticed already we love badass women yes we are badass women yeah we should probably put that clip just in case anybody doesn't know which one unless you're in case you're living under a rock yeah i'll put a little clip in right here and um for people to hear a little bit of her speech i have dreams and hopes and ambitions every girl graduating today does And we have spent our entire lives working towards our future. And without our input and without our consent, our control over that future has been stripped away from us. I am terrified that if my contraceptives fail, I am terrified 
that if I am raped, then my hopes and aspirations and dreams and efforts for my future will no longer matter. I hope that you can feel how gut-wrenching that is. I hope you can feel how dehumanizing it is to have the autonomy over your own body taken away from you. And I'm talking about this today, on a day as important as this, on a day honoring 12 years of hard academic work, on a day where we are all gathered together, on a day where you are most inclined to listen to a voice like mine, a woman's voice, to tell you that this is a problem and it's a problem that cannot wait. And I cannot give up this platform to promote complacency and peace when there is a war on my body and a war on my rights. A war on the rights of your mothers. A war on the rights of your sisters. A war on the rights of your daughters. We cannot stay silent. Thank you. First of all, thank you all who reached out and spoke to us throughout this whole process and those who, you know, wanted to be a part of this summer send-off episode. <laughs> or maybe I might have badgered you to give me some information. But <laughs> um, one of my lovely friends from Atlanta said that her favorite episode was our very first one on girl friendships, our girlships episode. And she was like, it felt like, it felt like just casual, real girlfriend to girlfriend talking about it and something that I haven't heard talked about before in, in such depth. And she said she was like walking her dog, listening to this episode and started like tearing up because it really reminded her of her own relationships and what she's been through. And just the fact that she felt seen and felt heard and like, was it being acknowledged um, to like dive into like that part of her life. And I had another girlfriend also mention that she loved the girl ships episode. That was one of her favorites. Um, you know, just especially because the rhetoric around friendships, even in our twenties and thirties as women, like we don't have enough of those conversations. And she went through something with a friend, like having to write like a note and being direct about her feelings, like to kind of like say what she needed in the relationship. But um, uh, it was kind of like a really nice way of her to be like, you know what, like I, nothing was lost on this. It was, it did mean a lot, but like we can shift and we can change and we can grow. And she just, once again, just really liked being seen and acknowledged in that episode. So thanks, Michelle and Jadis. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes too. It was uh, really close to the heart and I'm glad that it was really helpful. So I have a note. This is from Jen C. She said, love the show. Would love to hear more about life in LA. Oh. We could totally do that. I'm jotting that down, Jen C. We definitely can. Um, I mean, we've all been here. Jody, you've been here how many years? Oh my goodness. Um, Mid-July will be nine. Wow. You're almost there. Kristen and I reached our 10 years. Uh, Kristen reached hers in December of 2020. 
and I reached mine in January of 2020. So we've been here a decade. So you've got a decade of knowledge about Los Angeles. Um, and our show is named Callie made us do it. So, um, yeah, I think it would be fun to talk about LA, what our experience was like when we first got here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. That would be a fun episode to do. I've had several people mention how much they loved the hot gives. Uh, Danny said, I, who I mentioned earlier, I also love the hot gives, the movies and TV show suggestions, always looking for something new to watch. And my friend Michelle also said that she loves the hot gives. Um, but Danny's favorite, um, she wrote in and said, I really liked the millennial episode, being in business and working in it. I think our insights of being the middle generation and connecting the elder generations, like before electronics, to the younger generation was very interesting. Like I said, I feel like a lot of what I'm hearing from people is just like being seen or like it being spoken about in a way that feels empowering or like in a way that I mean I'm not tooting our own horn because this is kind of what we were wanting but it's really wonderful to hear that that's what most people are saying and then also going back to Michelle V she said there was just so many moments that she laughed and cried and she loved all of our conversations of awkwardly getting back into society and that she did recently on Memorial Weekend go to California Northern California when she lives in Colorado. So she was completely like in it with us. She understood like the stark differences between between like Colorado and California. So she understood like where we were coming from and that she can't wait for more episodes. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. I love it. Thank you. I think my little sister wants more about uh, uh, witchy shit, I think. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, maybe that could be around Halloween. Yeah, we need. She wants more. She wants more zodiac. She wants more. Give it to her. Like the metaphysical world. I'm not, yeah. I'm taking notes while I'm doing this. This is how crazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all witchy girls, so I think that that will be that won't be hard for us to do. Um, I have one. Uh, this is from Dan T. Uh, special guests. He wants to hear us grill people, um, which, you know, when I heard this brought up something, I think if there's someone that you think you would want to hear from on the podcast, you know, let us know, write into us, leave a comment in our Instagram. It's bringing on special guests is definitely something that we all want to do. Um, it's definitely in the plan for season two. You know, I, I can't, promise that every episode will be a special guest some of them will still just be us um but we do want to pop in some not just experts but real life people to join in on the conversation with us you know um and especially for really really controversial topics um we have kind of our wish list of people but if there's anyone that you know and they don't have to be LA based necessarily because you know we're still kind of working remotely um let us know but yes dan t we will uh (laughs) we will definitely uh bring on some really fun interesting interviews in season two love that also i love how you just said some will just be us in the exact same way you did the teaser It's not a muscle memory uh, line practice. Yes. Well, it's funny. I had an admirer, Frankie L. <laughs> oh, I love 
Frankie. I like that name, Frankie. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. familiar. <laughs> um, but he was mentioning how job shaming, that was one of his favorite episodes. And he was like really getting, I think he was like starting to read other articles about like the American way of thinking and like how, you know, certain jobs uh, produce people to think you have a certain character, like if you're better than someone because you have this job. And he just uh, was getting a little passionate about like, um, you know, that's not how we should be quantifying jobs in America or like quantifying people or like their value. And um, he also was kind of bringing in another one of our rants about unemployment. And he's like, so people are going to complain that someone's uh, serving, but they're also going to complain that someone's going to be on unemployment. So which one is it? Uh, yeah. But it was it was cute. That admirer was was cute when he ranted. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Watch out now. She's married, Frankie. <laughs> No, I, I love that. And he made such a, a great point. Um, and I'm, I'm just so glad that this is part of a conversation now that we're even talking about, you know, I think we're starting to see change We're we're just at least starting to be able to vocalize it and have, you know, ha I get that's the first blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> the vocal <laughs> vocalizing it is the first step in activating you know so um thanks for being part of the discussion frankie katie w uh she gave a lot she said i was trying to think of topics that would be interesting to hear y'all talk about you should do one on sex education or like birth control and um like did your parents give you the sex talk and how you would handle things like kind of comparing all three of like our upbringings just because no one ever really talks about that and just cur curious to hear all parents handled it or how all parents handled that situation and uh also she was interested in like an abortion conversation which is another good discussion that people stray uh, away from and then she said i'm so into it uh I love hear your I love hearing your voices in the morning and I laugh out loud multiple times. <laughs> and then she said she gave a lot. She gave a lot. I didn't really fully understand cancel culture, so that was interesting to me. And it was really nice to hear all your different perspectives. And I really would like to hear that Trader Joe's episode. <laughs> we did talk about it three times and never delivered. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, absolutely amazing segment. Uh, would you, would she like to be written as a producer? Because I would like to touch every one of those. Yeah, <laughs> she, she went there and you know what? I think we should go there too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when the Supreme court's going to be talking about abortion soon. I got a lot to, I got a lot mm -hmm. to say. A lot to say. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody really told me, but you know, throughout the whole uh, podcast, I were, we got reviews. Uh, someone yesterday uh, really enjoys the podcast. Uh, I think a lot of people want to be able to talk to us, so we got to figure out how to do that. We got to figure out how to include you guys. Yeah, maybe we, we did talk before about having like a clubhouse mm -hmm. special. Maybe we'll make it like a special instead of a series to start. 
We'll see how it goes. Or, or maybe a live, a uh, Instagram live. Ooh, that would be really fun. Yeah, because it'd be great to connect. I definitely love like a social hour. Yeah. I love that. We got you guys. I know. And what's great is that you guys do want to be a part of the conversation. So, um, we, we're gonna, we're working on it. We got something we're cooking up for you. We'll make it happen. We could even have like a, ask the Cali girls segment where people can like phone in or not phone in, but like email or whatever. And then like, we can start like the end of the start of our episodes with like the, ask the Cali girls, like, this is what your thoughts were. Uh huh. Or even if we they have a topic that they want to discuss, that'll be funny for us to be able to add on to whatever they. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that idea. Love it. Another fan favorite amongst the people who have reached out to me was cancel our cancel culture episode. So Michelle L said. The cancel culture episode for me, I honestly expected you to say it's not cancel culture, it's accountability culture, and we need to hold people accountable. I was angry before I even pressed play on the episode, thinking of my own take on the issue. But I liked the episode a lot because you had a new take that made me think and question my stance. It really made me question the idea of artists being canceled and society maybe losing out on their art. Obviously, there are people who need to be canceled, but has it gone too far? People definitely need to be given grace to grow. And I thought that was insightful, like uh, insightful that you challenged my perspective. I went back and thought of people on Twitter that I definitely think were canceled too soon and maybe unfairly. Yay. We love that. I love love to hear it. That's what hearing different perspectives can be, especially when they're like, I mean, pretty central for cancel culture, you know, like, come on, guys, get a grip. And then Ryan L, his two favorites were job shaming and cancel culture. So Ryan L also liked job shaming. He said, totally agree that in this country you are looked down on if you don't have some big corporate job. But at the end of the day, who gives a shit what you do if it makes you happy or provides for the life you want? Like, yeah, I want to be a baseball coach, but also I don't want to live in debt because they barely make it by. Um, And then Ryan L uh, said, cancel culture really irked him, especially the last few years. Not our episode, but cancel culture in general. It seems that so many men of power abuse that power and it's so disturbing. Like how many more people have been hurt by this that aren't strong enough to come forward and say something? There are probably millions. I feel like if a person has done some fucked up shit, then we really need to consider if it really was a slip up or if that's truly who they are and not let them get away with it. That shit gets me so heated. So I guess we heated him up. I mean, (laughs) I kind of agree though. Yeah, like... We like we said we named ours. Mm-mm. It's never got never coming back for us. But you know what I'm saying. To each his own. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least if we're like thinking about it, right? That's the whole point. We're just like thinking, okay, why are we canceling this person? We're weighing the options. Like again, just starting the conversation can change a lot of things. So thank you so much, Ryan. Awesome feedback. Thank, thank you all, of, all for all yeah, of your thank feedback. Thank you. It's amazing. All throughout the entire process. 
um, supporters. Again, I know I shouted you guys out, our, our friends all over the world. We thank you so much for listening and um, and sharing with your friends. You know, that's the that's the best way that it's going to help us grow and keep going. Um, so don't forget to tell your friends that you found a really great new podcast. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for your um, your support, all of your reposts online. We hope to be a lot more active online in season two. Um, but thank you for your likes and your subscribing and your ratings and all of the time. You know, obviously there's a lot of podcasts out there. We're happy you picked this one. What were your favorite parts of our um, first 10 episodes, or I guess nine episodes, because it's the 10th episode. Do you have Ooh. one? Put you on the put you on the spot there. Dang, it's so <laughs> hard because like, you know, uh, we listened to them, you know, a while ago. But um, I think my favorite part might be one of our favorite parts is that we all have three had the same hot give mayor of Easttown. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was hilarious. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um I really, really d did like girlships because that is something that we never talk about. And I also really, really enjoyed millennials so that we could clown Gen Z. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's really tough because every episode was really special. Um, you know, we, we tried to prep and, and think ab about what we really wanted to say and what we really wanted to share in the most, um, how do I say, not gentle, but considerate, you know, I think our goal was really be, was really to be considerate of all sides and share our really open and honest opinion. So I would say that's what I'm most proud of is the courage of each of you, um, to share your real thoughts and your real opinions and to be really vulnerable and authentic because a lot of the things that we talked about were, were controversial, you know, and like you sometimes do fear saying what you really think and what you really feel. So I'm, I'm just really proud of, of you guys and of all of us for having the courage to do that. I, I will, I think I'll agree with Kristen. Um, girlships was amazing. It was nothing's gonna, nothing's ever like your first time. Right. <laughs> so that, you know, it's a really special episode, but millennials, um, it just feels really close to, I feel like it's, it's a, it's really broad and it's really encompassing what we all, especially me, I am personally going through now in terms of navigating, this chapter, you know, of, of my life and navigating, you know, what's, what's next, what's ahead and how I, you know, what, what's my legacy and my purpose and what I leave behind for Gen Z. You know, I have young nieces who are Gen Z and then whatever generation our children will be, you know, like we're definitely that age that we're thinking about that. And, and we are a lot, we're becoming the decision makers in the world. So all these decisions that affect everything else that we do, you know, our freedom, even that affect us being able to talk about things like, you know, an abortion episode and a sex education episode, like those things are happening now it's now, and it shouldn't be because, you know, we had a generation before us that also fought for these things, but, um, it's important millennials. We were, we're working, we're working really, really, really hard to fix mistakes of other generations. We're working really hard to make the planet, the world a better place. I know that sounds cliche, but 
I, I see it amongst my friends, you know, we're all trying to do the very best we can in a world that isn't always in our corner. So I like, that's my, you like it. Five, that's my 10 cents. <laughs> Girl, you gave me a book, a book fitting. <laughs> that's my book. <laughs> um, on a personal level, I really loved like the research that we got to do or like the things that we got to find because I found throughout my week, like it just felt made me feel more well-rounded or like it made me excited to like talk about these things like it and it made me excited to like learn more. Um, you know, I really loved the BuzzFeed article I found with Gen Z, what Gen Z's think of millennials in the millennial episode. Um, and then on for like both of you, um, I've just loved all of your fun, like humor, like your little tidbits and like what you bring, like, like, um, when I was talking about Megan and Harry and Alex starts singing SZA, never go. <laughs> or when we both started doing like Spice Girls Generation X song, like didn't even mean to, or when Kristen first episode full on out like talking about Megan and her wet ass pussy oh am I allowed to say that <laughs> or even last episode about cleaning balls and dealing with your own flap like <laughs> just like really appreciate all the commentary and the humor because we do talk about heavy stuff which is what we want but we want it we want to bring lightness to it because it is life and life is hard and it sucks and or it doesn't always suck but sometimes it does and um Anyways, you just bring a lot of joy and laughter to me. And I really enjoy doing this with you. <laughs> Aw, I love you guys too. I feel like an asshole. I didn't say anything nice about you guys. And everybody was like, hey, we know you love us. so beautiful and nice. <laughs> we know it. And I, and I was just like, and I was just like, millennials, because we got the rag on Gen Z. I'm sorry. I love you guys. You guys no, so you're fun. You are. You're funner. <laughs> you're funner. So should we do our last hot gives before summer break? <laughs> you guys are both making the same face. There's a really awful duck face right now. Oh, Kristen has one. <laughs> you want to go first, yeah. Jody? Okay. So um, I this week has been, like we said, I mean, I feel like sometimes it's a broken record, but the energy kind of goes with it. Like this week has been a little a lot going on. It's also been a little hot and working outside. I've just felt a little like low energy when I get home. And I was like, I just need to do something fun. Like one of these nights, I was like, I need to not work. I need to step away. And we hadn't gone to the new theater, the Highland Park Theater in our neighborhood. And I was like, let's go see a movie. Well, I didn't realize on Wednesdays they do $6 movies, which is amazing. And um, for Los Angeles, I don't know, maybe you live somewhere where it's always $6. <laughs> And I hadn't been in the theater yet, and I was a little nervous, but it's actually really great. And I kind of hope it doesn't change because every other row is marked off. And then it, your whole party gets the whole row. So, like, no one sits with you. But that, okay, so the theater experience was amazing. And that's my hot give is to say kind of maybe go before it opens up fully because it's amazing. But we went to go see Cruella with Emma Stone. And it was so cute and fun and like badass. And like, I mean, 
We really enjoyed it. It's over two hours, but it doesn't feel like you're sitting that long or like nothing's dragging and the freaking outfits are so good. I mean, we all know Cruella was all about fashion. Um, so the outfits are good and it's Emma Stone versus Emma Thompson. And, um, you know, it's the 70s and London and uh, it's just all about letting and I had an idea like going into it that it was going to be a little bit like Wicked, the musical, because only in the sense that like we get to know Elphaba, the Wicked Witch of the West story from The Wizard of Oz. And then you realize she's not a bad human, like The Wizard of Oz shows off. And like she just like was put between a rock and a hard place. And that's kind of like how Cruella's um, evilness is being a villain of Disney. Uh, but yeah, it was just such a blast. And I think if you haven't gotten to see it yet, go see it and start off your summer that way. That's my hot give. And go to the theater before literally it's at 100% capacity because it's amazing. I actually heard that Cruella was nice. So I'm really excited to see it. Uh, that in, what's the scary movie? A Quiet Place. Yes. Yes, both of those. Yeah, I heard that was really amazing. So I'm excited. Can't wait. It's coming back. It's coming back. I, and this is not, I'm not sponsored. Oh God, not yet. I mean, please call me if you need one. But, uh, but um, I've been kind of dehydrated the past couple of weeks, so I've been using these noon tablets. Noon, they come in strawberry fruit punch. No, but they're really amazing. Uh, it's uh, I cannot stand Gatorade. It's so sweet to me. It's kind of gross um uh and these tablets they're not as sweet they have vitamins in them um so if you work out they have the sport kind um they have like extra you know fast working packets as well if you're in the sun if you're you know at a pool party if you're getting drunk if you're getting wasted from being outside um they're they're really good and they're low in sugar and alex actually bought me my first uh roll i can do a i can do a line of them easily in a week um but they're they're great they're amazing so that's my hot gift it's a little cheat sheet you know i love that though it's great for the summer summer stay hydrated for my for the summer my friends I love it. Healthy summer 2021. My hot give is going to be, um, since I'm about to be traveling, I'm headed to Mexico. Um, use a travel agent guys. Use, use a travel agent. Um, you could probably find them online. What a lot of people don't know is travel agents don't, a lot of travel agents don't charge fees, right? So they make commission off of, the trips that you go on. Um, and if they do charge fees, a lot of them have really reasonable fees, especially now in this climate with COVID, a lot of company, a lot of countries have a lot of entry restrictions. Um, they, every country has a different requirement in terms of how you have to be tested. No company, I believe, from what I am aware of has a vaccination waiver as of the recording of this podcast. So it doesn't matter if you are vaccinated, they don't care. Um, you'll still have to have a negative test, but a travel agent can help you navigate all of that. Um, so if you are going out this summer, get some help planning your travel. I highly suggest it. Um, stay safe and have just the best summer ever. Yes. I mean, and probably the agents need some extra cash in their pockets too. So like there it all go. goes full circle. Let's help everybody out. 
so what I'm going to do is I will link to a couple of um, black travel agents so that you can support small black businesses. I love that. Well, happy summer. Have a good summer. Happy summer. We will see you for season two. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Summer, summer, summer. Summer, 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 Come on, come on, come on. Thank you for listening to Callie Made Us Do It. If you liked our episode, please like and subscribe. It will help us in the charts. You can follow us on Instagram at Callie Made Us Do It. We'd also like to thank RoboPop for our theme music. Callie Made Us Do It is edited and produced in-house by the three of us, Alex, Kristen, and Jody. See you after summer break for brand new episodes. Bye!